Happy holidays, everyone. This is a repost of a prior episode. Welcome to Things Out Loud, Internet Marketing Expertise, Your Business Needs. I'm Tim Peay. Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Things Out Loud, your source for all the digital expertise your business needs. So I want to start this week with a story. My wife and I have been streaming Downton Abbey over the last couple of months. We'd, we'd never seen it. I realize this show's been around for a while, but uh, we'd never seen it. It's great. It's phenomenal. It starts with World War I breaking out. It includes the flu pandemic. You know, the beer hall putsch in Germany is talked about in later seasons. Characters die on the regular. Like, all kinds of crazy stuff happens, right? And it's not all bad, of course. You know, along the way, this classic manner that these, you know, wealthy landed gentry live in get telephones and electricity and radio and a phonograph, their lives are frequently turned upside down. And of course, there are romances and marriages and births and parties and all sorts of fun, too. I'll tell you, one of the weirdest things about the show, from a modern perspective, is how much they walk from place to place, how much they're outside. There aren't a lot of cars, and they often just stroll around the village to get where they need to go. But anyway, there are massive changes in the lives of these characters, these people, all throughout the series. It's particularly resonant with me because their lives roughly parallel the lifetime of my late grandmother. Uh, the youngest daughter on the family on the show is just a bit older than my grandmother was. Uh, it was born just a few years before my grandmother. So, you know, my grandmother could have been a younger sister still to the people of this family. And my wife and I got to talking about the change that people of that generation experienced both during the run of the series, during the period covered in the series, and the amount that they'd see in their lifetimes that followed. The Great Depression is literally right around the corner. World War II is not far behind. My grandmother was born before the Wright brothers flew, and when she died, we were sending up space shuttles regularly. You know, I live not far. I live in, in Florida, and, you know, we can see rockets taking off from time to time. All of that occurred just in the span of my grandmother's life. Huge disruption in their lives. Some of it good, some of it bad, but all of it different in meaningful, in meaningful ways from what they were used to, from what came before. We've lived through some massive disruption as well. This year has been hard. Last year was especially hard. Hell, this decade has been tough. We've lived through one of the most traumatic and difficult periods in our lives, if not in modern history. 
We had a global pandemic, a major recession, elections and riots and protests, a rapid recovery from that recession, vaccines, the great resignation, work from home, work from anywhere, all the economic uncertainty that's going on now and on and on and on. This has been going on by the way, for some 15 years now, if you think about the Great Recession, that was only 14 years ago, the recovery that followed, the birth of the iPhone. The iPhone's been around for just 15 years. Go back just a little bit further, Facebook is only about 18 years old. If you live in the States, it can't even buy a drink, (laughs) right? Twitter is younger. TikTok is a child, It's been an immense amount of change. And I bet for many of you, there have also been, you know, romances and marriages and births and parties and all sorts of fun, too. There's good, there's bad. Just like the imaginary characters of Downton Abbey, we've all seen some good, we've all seen some bad, but all of it different in meaningful ways from what you were used to. I was having a discussion with my younger kid the other day. They're 24, and it just came up that we were talking about the days before cell phones. My kid has always had a a cell phone. Uh, They've had one since they were nine for reasons that we're not going to get into here in the show, but they've had one, you know, for a long time. And how before cell phones, you had to meet your friends at a particular time and a particular place. If you were going out with a group of people, you agreed we're going to meet in front of the movie theater at 7 p.m. Or we're going to meet at the mall outside the KB, (laughs) you know, the KB toys or outside the Sam Goodies or outside, you know, a particular store, the Journeys or what have you. And we're going to be there at, you know, two in the afternoon. Because if you were late, no one could reach you. No one had any idea where you were. And if you were 10 to 15 minutes late, you know, people might wait around. But if you were later than that, they started to worry, especially as you got older, you know, because if you were an hour late, you know, you missed a bus or there was heavy traffic, people started to think you might be dead. (laughs) I'm not saying I ever did that. I'm not saying I ever made people worry that something terrible had happened. I'm just saying that, you know, my mom finally took it for granted that I probably wasn't dead in a ditch somewhere. She was more shocked when I showed up on time, once upon a time in my life. But those were the only two options. You were on time or you were dead. (laughs) There was no middle ground. My kid had never had that experience in their life. They've had a mobile phone for their entire life, essentially. It's just been this remarkable difference that many of us have lived through. And many of these things are trends we'll live with for decades to come. The digitization of our work. The digitization of our lives. The ease with which we can browse and shop and buy. The ambient connection we have with all of the people in our lives. You can be an hour late now. You shouldn't, but at least your friends and family know you're not dead in a ditch. I have friends who I maintain a connection with today who I haven't seen face-to-face in years, not, not because 
of the pandemic, but because, you know, we, we travel in different circles or things like that, but I know what's going on in their lives. When I go to my high school reunions or get together with people I went to college with, there's not as much, so what have you been doing for the last 10 years, discussions that used to happen once upon a time with people, whether through Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or what have you, we know what's going on. Now, as I've said many times, when you invent the ship, you invent the shipwreck. Some of these changes are bad. People can reach you anytime, any place. Sometimes, regardless of whether you want them to or not, it can be really tough to unplug from the deluge of bad news out in the world. It can be tough to take a break. It can be tough to step away. And it can be easy to be overwhelmed by it. I also think many of these changes are genuinely good. We get enormous benefit from them. I remember a night early, early, early when I was a parent, um, my older kid was terribly sick overnight. This was in the late 90s. And we had internet access. I may even have had a cable modem at that point. I was a very early adopter there. But even having had internet access, even having had potentially high-speed internet access, my behaviors hadn't changed much. I didn't yet think about, well, I'll just go on the internet and find that. Plus, there wasn't a lot of information that you could find. There also weren't many great ways to find it. You know, Yahoo was a cool tool and something that I liked a lot. But it wasn't something you could turn to to readily say, oh my gosh, my kid has a high fever and is, you know, being terribly ill all over the place. What do I do? You just didn't have that kind of connection that we have today. You know, surfing the internet was mostly fun, but it was only just barely useful. It was only just barely beginning to insert itself into our lives in a meaningful way. I bring this up for a reason. There may be bad today. There may be things that are terrible today. I also would not go back to that era if you paid me. (laughs) It's better now. I don't want to be all sunshine and rainbows. There's things that happen that are genuinely terrible. But overall, we've seen more positive change than negative. Generally, yes, I understand there's some things that aren't so great. But the point is, we have experienced an enormous amount of change. And those changes have been mostly good with some bad as well. All of this brings me to my point. You may have seen that there's an insult or a sneer or, you know, a a diss that people are using online right now in many cases where they'll say to somebody, you know, on a social media site, you know, on Twitter, touch grass, right? You've heard it. If you haven't, it means put down your phone, step away from your computer, go outside. Feel the sunshine on your face. Breathe. Touch grass. 
And I bring this up for a very specific reason. We're coming up on the last few weeks of the summer. We're going to keep diving into trends. We're going to keep exploring the good, the bad, and everything in between here on Thinks Out Loud. There are lots of changes we're living through in our lives right now. There are changes coming in our lives more than we've probably seen to this point. I'm going to keep talking about them. I'm going to keep talking with you about them. I'm going to start talking with other people about them so that we can keep this conversation going. I also want to let you know that this is going to be my last new episode for a couple of weeks. Because touch grass. I'm going to stroll through the village to get to where I need to go for the next couple of weeks. You can do the same if you want. Go outside. Listen to older episodes if you want. But I mean this in a really heartfelt way, in a really sincere way. Touch grass. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Put down your phone. Step away from your computer. Go outside. Feel the sunshine on your face. Breathe. Stream some older television series if you want to but touch grass, and I'll talk with you soon. I want to remind you, as always, that you can find the show notes for this episode, as well as an archive of all our past episodes, by going to timpeter.com slash podcast. Again, that's timpeter.com slash podcast. Just look for episode 358. While you're there, please don't forget that you can click on the subscribe link in any of the episodes to get Things Out Loud delivered to your favorite podcatcher every single week. You can also find Things Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Overcast, wherever fine podcasts are found. Just do a search for Tim Peter Thinks, Tim Peter Thinks Out Loud, or Thinks Out Loud. We should show up for any of those. While you're there, I would also very much appreciate it if you could provide us a positive rating or review. It helps new listeners find us. It helps them understand what the show is all about. It helps to build our community and get the word out about Things Out Loud and all the stuff we're trying to do together here. It also means a ton to me personally, and I would very, very much appreciate it. You can find Things Out Loud on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Associates. You can find us on LinkedIn by going to linkedin.com slash Associates. And of course, if you want to have, if you want to deepen the discussion, if you want to have a longer discussion with me, send me an email. Uh, send me an email to podcast at timpeter.com. Again, that's podcast at timpeter.com. With that said, I want to say one more time how much I appreciate the fact that you join us here each week. It means so very, very much to me. I wouldn't do this show without you. Don't think about the fact that I'm taking a little break for a couple weeks as anything other than just recharging my battery so we can keep the conversation going. I know I've said this before, but if there's anything I've learned over the past year or two through all the nonsense we've all been living through, it's how important the people around me are. And you are a huge part of those people. 
thank you so much for being there for me. Thanks so much for listening. And I just can't wait to keep the conversation going. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. I hope you have a great weekend. And I'll look forward to speaking with you here on Things Out Loud next time. Until we speak again, please be well, be safe, and as always, take care, everybody. Take care.